Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Sure, I'm Mike Marilla. Can you believe the United States, it turns out, was tracking that Chinese spy balloon from the moment that it was launched? And that it was shot down earlier this month, of course. Could the wind have taken it off course? We'll talk to the Washington Post about its latest reporting. 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Your home for original reporting. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The Michigan State University community is coming together to remember the victims of yesterday's mass shooting that has left three students dead and five others critically injured. CBS's Erica Mokay is in East Lansing. Campus police say the gunman had no affiliation with the university and they're still looking for a motive. We don't have an answer right now, and, and that's that's the honest truth. Authorities say 43-year-old Anthony McRae began his rampage at Berkey Hall, killing two and injuring several others. He then went to the student union, killing one more. McRae later died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound during a confrontation with police. It was a caller's tip that led law enforcement to that suspect. Michigan's top Democrats hope this mass shooting will be a wake-up call for gun control. A political debate is underway on Capitol Hill over three recently downed objects within a few days. CBS's Nicole D'Antonio reports. Senators received a closed-door Pentagon briefing Tuesday about the recent shootdowns of unidentified flying objects. And there are calls on both sides of the aisle for greater transparency. While President Biden has remained largely silent on the matter, he has ordered his national security advisor to assemble a team from various agencies to handle future encounters with unidentified objects. Former Vice President Mike Pence is planning to fight the subpoena issued to him by the Department of Justice, but not by claiming executive privilege. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson explains why Pence got the summons in the first place as part of the agency's ongoing investigation into January 6th. The special counsel wants him to testify because of his interactions with former President Trump and because he was on the scene. But Pence is arguing that, in fact, he is constitutionally protected from having to comply with that subpoena. A convoy from a U.N. agency enters a rebel-controlled area of northern Syria from Turkey to help earthquake victims. It took, hour, it took place hours after a deal was reached over border crossings. Martin Schwepp with the International Committee of the Red Cross says the situation is dire. It's a race against time to make sure that as much aid as possible can reach these people in order to help them stay warm, help to get food, help to get medicine. The number of people with medical debt on their credit reports is declining. CBS's Monica Ricks reports. According to federal finance experts, it fell by more than 8 million or about 18 percent between 2020 and 2022. The Biden administration credits the downturn to its policies, including an Obamacare expansion that insured another 4 million Americans during the pandemic. COVID relief funds also helped. Lamar Johnson is a free man after a Missouri judge vacates the conviction of Johnson, who has served nearly 28 years of a life sentence for murder. Johnson was convicted for the 1994 fatal shooting of Marcus Boyd, allegedly over drug money. Johnson always maintained his innocence. This is CBS News. 11.03 on WTOP on this Tuesday night, February 14th, 2023. Tyson's at 49 and dropping to the lower 40s later. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A Rockville man is under arrest in Missouri tonight. He's accused of murdering his girlfriend whose body was found nearly a month after she was reported missing. Montgomery County police say that Francisco Ramon Lara Garcia killed 20-year-old Kaylin Yolibeth Chavez Dominguez. 
Her body was found on the last Saturday in January in the Upper Paint Branch Stream Valley Park under the Paint Branch overpass of the ICC. She was last seen in December. Laura Garcia is being held in St. Louis. He's waiting to be sent back here to Maryland. 1104. The man accused of assaulting Congresswoman Angie Craig this past week in the elevator of her Capitol Hill apartment complex has a previous record of similar incidents dating back to 2015. 26-year-old Kendrin Hamlin has 12 prior convictions, including an assault on a police officer. Craig spoke to CNN about the changes that she hopes to see made in D.C. and the rest of the country to avoid repeat offenses like this in the future. I, I sit here and I think to myself, how did this happen 12 times in America with addiction, with homelessness, um, with mental health issues, and this individual served 10 days, 30 days. That's no time to be able to get the help uh, that this individual needs either. Hamlin also pleaded guilty to indecent exposure and admitted to entering a woman's home in 2015. Last week, he was accused of punching the congresswoman in the face on an elevator in her building. More than 70 people who live in tents in northwest D.C.'s McPherson Square will be forcibly moved tomorrow by the Park Service. The federal agency says it's happening because of sanitation concerns and criminal activity in the square. Almost no one living in a tent wants to live in a tent. Councilmember Robert White is pushing back against the request by D.C.'s Department of Health and Human Services to clear McPherson Square of unhoused residents during hypothermia season. And we have resources to get them into housing. Then it's our job to connect those dots. But he says there's no place for them to go. The Park Service says after learning of three overdose deaths on the camp and that crowding on the square has made maintaining sanitation, trash removal and access difficult, it agreed to move up the date of the clearing from April 15th. Megan Clower at AWTOP News. An update tonight on that reported plot to attack Baltimore's power grid. A woman from Catonsville and a man from Orlando, Florida, have now been charged with conspiring to shoot at energy substations in the Baltimore area. Prosecutors say Sarah Beth Clendaniel and neo-Nazi leader Clint Russell plotted the attack to further a racist agenda. Police say they stopped the attack at its tracks when they arrested the pair earlier in the month. Russell and Clendaniel are charged with conspiracy to destroy an energy facility. They face a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison each. 1106. Archaeologists and historians alike are celebrating the discovery of a broken teacup piece and the foundation of a home on the eastern shore of Maryland on the farm where Harriet Tubman was born. We'll get a report here from WTOP's Mike Marillo. It was all found on land that once belonged to slave owner Anthony Thompson. We began to dig and dig and dig and began to find the foundation of this 20-foot by 40-foot building. Chief Archaeologist and Chief of Culture Resources at the Maryland Department of Transportation, Dr. Julie Shabliski, says what struck her about the home and the artifacts around it is that they showed. Someone who had the appearance of being in power, but yet in reality just was now their servant to the person who owned the property. She says it's now believed the home belonged to an enslaved overseer at the plantation where Underground Railroad conductor Harriet Tubman was born. You won't be able to see the foundation, but the artifacts will be on display at the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad Visitor Center in Dorchester. Chester County. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Still ahead tonight, we've learned even more about the still mysterious Chinese spy balloon. The U.S. was tracking it ever since it was launched from China. We'll find out more coming up with Ellen Nakashima of the Washington Post.
1107. I was ashamed to smile. My missing and decaying teeth affected my relationships, my career, my self-esteem, and my health. With these implants, I feel like I have my life back. Dr. Golpa's dental implant procedure is a miracle. Thanks to the exclusive technology developed by Dr. Golpa, it is now possible to replace failing teeth or ill-fitting dentures with beautiful permanent teeth in just 24 hours and at half the cost. Go to yourteeth.com to learn more and schedule a consult at our new Tyson's Corner office. That's yourteeth.com. Looking for a smarter way to save? Andrews Federal Credit Union offers money market and share certificate accounts to help you reach your savings goals faster. Whether you are looking for a short-term or long-term solution for saving, with Andrews FCU, you'll benefit from higher savings rates, faster money growth, no-term requirements, and easy access through digital banking. Andrews Federal Credit Union, where it's easy to join and everyone can save. Visit andrewsfcu.org to learn more about which money market or share certificate account best meets your needs. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by the NCUA. For eligibility and membership requirements, visit andrewsfcu.org. 1108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Right, a long, slow ride for folks leaving the district right now. 395 southbound coming out of southwest and onto the outbound 14th Street Bridge headed toward the George Washington Parkway. You're down to a single lane to the left getting through the work zone, and it does appear that the exits to both the GW Parkway and to Boundary Channel are blocked as part of this work zone. So, again, single file left is what's getting you by, and it is very slow coming off the Case Bridge in southwest all the way out to the outbound 14th Street Bridge into Virginia. Once you're in Virginia, headed south to the Pentagon, a much better ride getting down to the Beltway. There's uh, several small work zones on 95 southbound just after the exit for Quantico, Work zone blocks a single right lane. They get the right lane blocked again just after the exit for Route 610 Garrisonville. And then as you approach U.S. 17, Falmouth in the through lanes, left lane a three block with a work there as well. 66 eastbound as you head east toward the Beltway. The work zone in a single left lane. And inside the Beltway approaching the exit for Westmoreland Street, two left lanes get you by in the four-lane stretch. And then as you go into the Roslyn Tunnel, you're down to a single right lane getting by. Out, out in Marshall Head, uh, Route 55 blocked in both directions between 17 Business and Rosstown Road. That was for crash cleanup. If you're traveling in the district, they're checking for a crash near the intersection with Suitland Parkway and Stanton Road. So heads up for police and fire running both sides of the road there. And if you're traveling on the Beltway, interloop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. Two left lanes get you by. At a loop between the GW Parkway and the Dulles Toll Road. Two left lanes pass the work there. And then as you approach the exit on the Adeloop, to go west on 66, the right lane and the off-ramp to go west on 66 closed by the work zone. Rich Hunter, WTIP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast in Amelia Draper. A mild night tonight for mid-February with lows in the low to mid-40s. That's about 15 degrees above normal for this time of year. Some isolated showers tomorrow morning could impact that commute, but most of the day will be dry with increasing sunshine and breezy winds. Most importantly, a high tomorrow of about 70 degrees, so... We're warmer than today as we look to Thursday, another mild day with highs in the 60s to near 70, and rain is looking likely on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Chantilly at 50 degrees, Penn Quarter 49, Columbia 49, some of us down to the lower 40s late tonight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 11-11. 
New developments on the three unidentified flying objects that were shot down within the past week. The White House says those UFOs were likely harmless, unlike the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down after traversing the entire continental U.S. And we're learning that balloon was on America's radar sooner than previously known. It might not have ever intended to travel over the U.S. originally. Washington Post national security reporter Ellen Nakashima broke this story along with her colleagues tonight and joined us a little earlier to talk more about the balloon's path and how it ended up here. The U.S. intelligence and military agencies had eyes on this balloon way back, but roughly a week before it entered U.S. airspace on January 28th when it launched off an island called Hainan off the south coast of China and then lifted into the air. It appeared to be headed toward Guam, but at some point it veered northward and started heading up toward the Aleutian Islands in Alaska. Is there a chance, well, I guess there's always a chance of anything, but is there a strong belief that it simply was blown off course by the wind? So because of this unusual path it took, U.S. intelligence analysts are now examining the possibility that China did not intend to send this balloon up into the continental United States, uh, into Alaska and down into the heartland, but rather this thing was blown off course by strong winds, high altitude winds, and that once it actually did reach the U.S., continental U.S., well, it took advantage, perhaps, of that location to engage in surveillance. In fact, when it was over Montana, the state of Montana, uh, officials say it hovered over or near the Malmstrom Air Force Base where we have ICPM sites and, and stayed there for a while no doubt, trying to collect sensitive intelligence, military intelligence, which, however, United States officials say China was not able to do because the U.S. encrypted those signals and communications. Is anybody in the federal government explaining why we are only now learning these details? Well, the government is saying that they are still trying to understand what happened. They're still waiting to retrieve the balloon's payload, which is on the ocean bottom off the coast of South Carolina, where it was shot down a week ago Saturday. The salvage crews have not yet pulled up the payload from the ocean bottom. And until we get that, uh, there are still unanswered questions. We have some indications of what it was doing, but but we're, we're waiting for that payload to get a better sense. So uh, to the extent that we can answer this at this point, uh, more nefarious than we first thought, less nefarious, or is it still too early to tell? It's, it's, it is too early to know conclusively, but intelligence analysts are studying the, the possibility that the balloon was not intended initially to head up towards Alaska and then down into continental U.S., but rather was perhaps in, intending to go toward Guam. We don't know that for sure, but that's one possibility, which which suggests that this whole big furor and uproar that was caused once the balloon was spotted over you know Montana might have been at least in part the result of a bit of a mistake or miscalculation. Amazing. However, yeah, that's not to say that, that China did not intend to gather sensitive military intelligence. That was definitely the purpose of this balloon, whether it was going over Guam or, or, or Montana or anywhere else in the United States. Washington Post national security reporter Ellen Nakashima, along with her colleagues, breaking the news that the U.S. had its eyes on this Chinese spy balloon from the moment it was launched from China and may have gone off course it was perhaps headed for Guam originally. Stay with us for the latest on WTOP.
Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line. Their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Fairfax area attorneys. A partner men can count on. Office in Falls Church. CordellCordell.com. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season because so much sensitive info is all together. Before we start the annual meeting of Sean's personal info, uh, has anyone seen Social Security number? Not me. Nope. Nuh-uh. Oh, no. He's been stolen. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Wizards have a halftime lead in Portland, 59-52, thanks to the return of Kyle Kuzma in his first action since injuring his ankle nearly two weeks ago. Number 33 has 21 first-half points on 8 of 13 shooting. He's knocked down 4 of 6 from three-point range. That's a big reason why the Wizards are 8 of 15 from long distance tonight. And uh, they are shooting well from really all over the floor, 60% in the first half, uh, so carrying over the positive uh, aspect of last night's game in uh, Golden State. Kristaps Porzingis, the other Wizard in double-figure scoring with 15 points. Dame Lillard pacing the Trailblazers with 19. It was almost like he and Kuzma were dueling at one point in the game. Uh, Alex Ovechkin gone for what's described as the foreseeable future to tend to a family member. And uh, without him, the Capitals fall to the Hurricanes 3-2 to at Capital One Arena. It's the first of two meetings between these two teams this week. The good was local product Joe Snively. He was called up last minute. He responded with a goal and assist. The bad news, uh, well for 3 on the power play. So uh, missing out on some chances there did the Capitals. Uh, Georgetown, they've missed out on some chances for years now. They, they're losing skid now up to six games in a row after falling short at Seton Hall, 76-68. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 1117 residents in East Palestine, Ohio, are raising concerns about the effects of toxic chemicals that a train was carrying when it derailed. Fox reporter David Spont with that. The derailment happened February 3rd. This happened in East Palestine, about a mile from the Pennsylvania border. It's when a freight train derailed and exploded. Officials say around 50 cars on that train involved. About 10 had hazardous materials, including vinyl chloride. Neighbors continue to complain about concerns and a myriad of health issues. Also, the effect on pets who are dying. Governor Mike DeWine said he personally spoke spoke to President Joe Biden last week in the early days of this crisis, and the president said, whatever you need, you can have it. The Environmental Protection Agency says it hasn't detected vinyl chloride or hydrogen chloride in just under 400 homes that were screened. Top stories we're following at this hour. Investigators still sort out why a man opened fire at Michigan State University, killing three students and wounding five last night. The U.S. is certain the first object it shot from the sky recently belonged to China, but it says the three others could be linked to researchers or commercial interests. More to come on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s with Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, busy night, especially for folks leaving the district on 395 southbound. Again, the work zone starts right after the on-ramp from lower 14th Street and extends down toward the exits for both the GW Parkway and Boundary Channel Drive. You're down to a single left lane getting through that work zone. 
And again, no access to the ramps for GW Parkway or Boundary Channel at this point as a result of that work. Once you clear the work zone, nothing else in your way headed south toward the Beltway. 395 North looks good between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. Now in the district, they were checking for a crash reported to be on Suitland Parkway near uh, Stanton Road. But again, no word of any lanes closed there as of yet. Southbound in the 3rd Street Tunnel Shed, south of New York Avenue toward the freeway, you were down to a single, uh, actually it should be uh, the left lane closed in the works and single file right gets you by once you're in the tunnel. Now if you're traveling on the Beltway, on the inner loop between the Toll Road and Georgetown Pike, two left lanes get you past the work zone. At a loop, headed south of the GW Parkway toward the Toll Road, two left lanes get you by there. And if you're traveling on the Adeloop loop approaching I-66 West, exit 49, the right lane and that off-ramp are closed. Posted detour is going to take you further south to Arlington Boulevard in Maryland. Bay Bridge, eastbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Westbound carries two-way traffic. 70 westbound near the exit for Mount Airy. Stay left past the work zone. Roses are red and the Salvation's Army logo is too. The Salvation Army can serve others because of people like you. Happy Valentine's Day. Donate today at www.salvationarmynca.org. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper tonight. Plenty of clouds out there on this Tuesday night with lows in the low to mid-40s. Some spotty showers tomorrow morning, otherwise starting off with plenty of clouds. The sunshine will increase throughout the day with breezy winds later, and we are warm for mid-February. High temperatures tomorrow around 70 degrees. Plenty of clouds out there on Thursday, with rain becoming likely during the late morning and midday hours, and then continuing throughout the evening hours. Still mild and gusty winds as well, with high temperatures in the 60s to near 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Fort Belvoir at 48, Foggy Bottom 49, Silver Spring 49, and down to the lower 40s in a few spots. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Still ahead here on WTOP, I suppose it goes without saying, but people have been repeating it today. What a brave thing it is to confront a gunman, to try to stop that person and save other people's lives. We are remembering a hero tonight in our area. We'll have that story coming up. It's 1121. Do you have a heating and air emergency? If so, you need HAC 911. Call 301-939-0499 or visit our website, hac911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The chilly temperatures are setting in now. Call HAC 911 before you're left out in the cold. Don't let your house turn into an ice box. Keep your home warm all season long with the heating and air experts from HAC 911. Our technicians are fast and reliable. So when you're facing an emergency, you don't have to wait long for relief. Call 301-939-0499 or visit our website, hac911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. HVAC 911 has DC's most skilled and experienced contractor ready to service your furnace and air conditioning system. Call 301-939-0499 or visit us online at hvac911.com backslash DC. Brought to you by Steamfair's Local 602. 1122. Here's Kevin Kelly, Chairman and CEO of Arcfield, on the efficiency of model-based systems engineering. Um, today we use model-based systems engineering, whereas in the past we used to design things sequentially. We have to do things much faster now. So we do concurrent engineering. Everybody builds their modules simultaneously. And we have digital models that we input all of that, that data into to make sure that systems are going to interoperate with one another and we can still control those interfaces. So at Artfield, we invest in our, our MBSE or model-based systems engineering infrastructure. It's part of our ongoing R&D. We train our people in how to use that. And it, it is a really enabling 
function that didn't exist 20 or 30 years ago, but is absolutely critical now to, to hasten the pace of development. That's Kevin Kelly, chairman and CEO of Arcfield. For more of this conversation, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. Inflation is running hotter and returns are cooling down. Is your financial plan primed for a changing environment? Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about the impact of higher prices and how to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. This is WTOP News. 1123, two Northern Virginia lawmakers had wanted to get to the bottom of how the state's booming data center industry impacts the power grid, the environment, and the economy. But a bill that they introduced that aims to do just that has died in the General Assembly. The bill would have directed the state's Department of Energy to study impacts of data center development in various sectors. A crowd of hundreds gathered today at Congressional Cemetery in Southeast D.C. to honor a metro mechanic who died a hero trying to save lives during an active shooter situation at a metro station. We all wonder if we have it, if we would do the same thing. That question was talked about a lot here. If you saw an active shooter, would you try to wrestle the gun away? It's the very definition of being a hero. That's what Robert Cunningham did at the Potomac Avenue metro station earlier this month, leading to him being shot and killed. Family members, friends, and people from the community gathered here as Cunningham was laid to rest. The idea that some ordinary person would say, I'm going to try to stop this and make a difference was so heartwarming and tragic, and I just felt like I had to be here for the family. At Congressional Cemetery, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55. Here's Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. What does inflation have to do with the price of eggs? Everything. A dozen eggs now costs more than a pound of ground chuck. The price of a carton of eggs hit a record last month, $4.82, while a pound of ground chuck fell to $4.64. A global bird flu that's decimated poultry is behind that increase, but the cost of housing and gasoline helped drive the biggest month-to-month increase in inflation in three months in January, a half percent. And while several Federal Reserve officials said interest rates will have to go higher longer, one, Philadelphia's Patrick Harker said the Fed may be close to its peak, and that sent the Nasdaq at least about a half percent higher, up 68 points. The Dow and S&P's losses ranged from the flat line to about a half percent. The Dow down 157, the S&P won. And a former top executive at Beyond Meat has now pleaded guilty to charges stemming from an episode in which he was accused of biting a man's nose. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. A worse than expected U.S. inflation report now has troubled the Asian markets and they're all down, some of them more than 1.5% lower. The man who went on a shooting spree at Michigan State University last night, what do we know tonight? The story coming up. You know, I've been walking around the house today, and I guess I just never really noticed how many things Dad personally built with his own hands. The moldings, the cabinets, they don't make them like this anymore. I just can't bring myself to imagine taking him out of this house. But you know, since this fall, he's really unsteady on his feet, and I'm afraid he could hurt himself. And it's just really too much for Mom to handle alone. And with us both living so far away, it's becoming impossible to be here for them. Friends told me about the great experience they've had with Warm and Home Care, so maybe they can help us too. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home, while a caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. 